Do you guys ever turn on a pinball machine and wait for it to kind of start up and just see the, the lights start to flicker, the screen start to kind of give you information? Do you ever think how cool that feels? I turned on Maiden yesterday and I waited for it to kind of get started, but in the, in the meantime you see the lights flicker and the screen start to flash. For some reason that feeling is something that makes me keep coming back to pinball. Let's get started, PCS Podcast. So hey, it's Ian again. It is Wednesday, the 17th of April, 2019. Here with you again. Thanks for coming back. Um, yeah, we were playing yesterday. I'll get into this, but I, yesterday I had the privilege of my friend coming over, my buddy Eric. He lives here in Menifee, and he's a, an awesome guy. He's a pinball enthusiast, just like me. I've been inviting him to some of the events at the museum, and the guy gets super jazzed about pinball, so I'm really happy to have him as a friend and a, and a pinball buddy. Um, so whenever I get a chance or whenever he can, I invite him over. I know he's a really busy guy, so it's really nice to be able to host him at my house. And it just, it's fun to meet somebody and to hang out with someone who's just as stoked about pinball as I am. And certainly he falls within that category. Um, it's just, it's really awesome to give somebody the chance to play when they don't have that ability yet. He doesn't own any pinballs. So it's like my privilege and my honor to share my games with him. I think that's one of the fun things about pinball. I don't know if you guys own games or if you just have locations you play at, but if you own games, try to make it a point to expand your friend base and get people in your garage or your game room playing. I think it really just brings me such joy to share my games with friends and family and whoever, just to see their faces, just to see their reaction and listen to them talk about the games, what they like, you know, about these games, how I'm, you know, how, how much fun they're having. I love it. I'd love to kind of let people see it and play. And I just think if you can bring people out, bring them in. And um, sure enough, they'll probably wind up buying a machine. My friend Eric is now in the market to buy his first machine, and we're trying to help him along and find the machine that's right for him. So the excitement is growing. I'm, I'm excited to help him in any way I can to get a machine and maybe help fix it up or whatever it is he needs. Um, I, I love the enthusiasm. I just think to expand the pinball base, the consumer base for pinball, can only help all of us. So if you have a collection, make sure you send people the invite. Get people in your game room. Get people laughing with you and sharing their thoughts with you and expanding their understanding of the game. Help them any way you can. I think if there's only a benefit that can be gathered from that. So, and obviously, I think it renews our own enthusiasm for our games. I, I think I just I would have a hard time letting any game go. Recently, I had to sell Johnny Mnemonic, and I still miss it. Um, such a fun shooting game, but of course, I'm buying Wonka, so I needed the money. But I still remember buying that game. It was one of the first games I ever owned. Um, the first pinball I ever owned was a machine called Q-Ball Wizard by Gottlieb Premier. Um, I remember the day I bought it. I went over to my friend Scott's house in Riverside. He's a friend now. He wasn't then, but I was lucky enough to meet him, and he was so gracious. He knew it was my first pinball machine. He walked me into his living room there where his machines were, and he told me about the game. Um, he said, it's a good starter machine. It won't break on you. It's, it's a solid uh, game. You'll have a lot of fun with it. 
So I brought that game home. I, I just I still remember how anxious and how excited I was unloading it, setting it up. Just those jitters, you know. You're, you just brought a machine into your garage. You have no idea how to fix it if it goes wrong or something breaks. But you're just excited to start playing your own game and get you know the feeling of not having to put quarters into a game. How amazing! How novel, right? For any pinball player who ha- used to have to put quarters in games or still does on location, to play your own home machine for the first time without paying. It's just a sensation I can't necessarily describe, except it was so exciting, so gratifying. Um, And obviously from there, my collection grew. But um, that first pin experience is a memorable one. It's tattooed in my mind. And if you haven't owned a game yet or haven't had the privilege yet, you know, once you do, you'll know what I mean. It's just pure excitement and pure joy. I mean, just flicking the game on whenever you feel like it, middle of the night, early in the morning, whatever. You're the first one up having to play your game without having to put quarters in it's just freaking awesome so i encourage everybody um spread the word buy machines put them in your garage whatever space you have do it it's the most worthwhile purchase i have ever made i'm not kidding i have not spent a nickel in my life that's more more uh worthwhile and gratifying than buying pinball machines um it's a it's an attraction it's fun and again to bring people in to share the joy to share the games and compete a little bit and just smile and laugh and just BS all night. You know, today I've got um, I've got some thoughts. I've been listening to some pods. Um, you know, today I don't know if you guys knew this, but today we're sponsored by uh, Thrifty's Ice Cream, Rite Aid. Available at your local Rite Aid. Thrifty's Ice Cream, mint chocolate chip, chocolate malted crunch, cookies and cream. You name it, they have every flavor. And um, I encourage you to go to Rite Aid, buy a half a gallon. They're usually two for five. Enjoy it. My favorite ice cream in the whole wide world should be yours too. So, let's talk about location pinball. Out here where I work in Riverside, they have a location. And lucky for me, it's within five minutes of my office. So, ever so often, maybe every once a week or so, I slip out of the office, drive downtown Riverside, and go to a place called Lake Alice Saloon. It is a fantastic location. This bar, it's a gigantic bar, first of all. They have a live music venue there. They have a humongous saloon area, dining drinks etc so this bar is two levels upstairs is pool and billiards and drinks and downstairs is pinball and food and drinks and the stage so i pull into lake alice they have free parking every day for 90 minutes so i rarely pay unless of course i stretch my games out to be super long pull into lake alice and i check the line out up or the lineup out uh before they they've changed the lineup pretty frequently they used to have a ripley's there they used to have a future spa there um, then they got Iron Maiden, they had a nine ball there, they switched that out for Joker Poker, and they have Twister now, which is phenomenal. So currently, they have Dialed In, Black Rose, Twister, Game of Thrones Pro, um, Laser Q, which I'll talk about, Iron Maiden Pro, NBA Fast Break, Twister, Joker Poker. So that should do it, right? That's my current privilege. That's the lineup they have. I'm so excited about it. Dialed In Standard is an absolutely phenomenal game. I've been putting money into that machine like crazy. I don't play Iron Maiden as much because I own it, um, but I've been playing Laser Q. Gosh, what's the year on this machine? It must be like 1985. Such an enjoyable game. It's got a spinner that just really lights the whole world up when you hit it. Just an incredible sound. It's an old Williams game, as you might know. Really fun game. Really fast, really brutal, as most 80s Williams games were. But just pure excitement. It's got some great audio on it just something that really drives your game and makes you excited 
old school style machine, you know? Who doesn't like those, like those old video game sounds, those old pinball sounds? They're just a joy. They, they bring a game to life. They, they make old games feel exciting just purely because they're so different. And I love old and new games. I really, really want to own an 80s Williams game one day. I really hope I get the chance. A friend of mine was selling a Sorcerer pinball machine. I would probably be a buyer, but I'm just buying Wonka right now, so I, I can't really buy anything else. But man, these old games that Williams made, they are just plain fun. Fast, usually single level. Um, three in lanes up top, of course, three poppers most often, and a lot of times three flippers. Laser Q is an upper right flipper, which it, if you hit it right, goes all the way around, kind of right to left to the top area to the in lanes. It's just a really cool feature. The spinner's on the left, it loops into the in lanes. Um, just really clever designs, but I think back then just pinball was so different and so much more simple and just uh, accessible, very simple games that you could just learn fairly quickly. So when I go on location like Alice, I'm always putting money into that machine. It's three games for 75 cents, I think. Uh, no, three games for a dollar, I think. So it's like super cheap. I could play for half an hour on like two bucks. It's just uh, pure fun. Dialed in. Now that's a serious game. It's a Lawler game. Art by John Yossi, as you may know. Fantastic art package. Beautiful cabinet. Beautiful play field. Lawler's design is truly unique and innovative. It's got a right loop to, to right lamp or ramp, excuse me. Um, dialed in's fun, man. I, I just, you can get two games, uh, three games for two bucks. So I'll put my money in. I just love playing it. I really wanted to own it at one point. Then Iron Maiden came in, but, um, go play dialed in. I'll, I don't think I'm going to review the game today because that's kind of a longer discussion, but, um, just talking about the location. It's such a great addition. I'm really grateful. A guy named Jim Belsito runs that location. He owns those games. You may know him. He's a professional player. He's world-ranked top 10. Um, he's our Southern California hero when it comes to professionals. So shout out to Jim B. He's a really awesome guy and a really great player. And I thanked him personally for keeping games on location in Riverside. I said, thank you, Jim, because you were the reason why I get location pinball just down the street from my office. So I was very grateful to him. He, was, he said, hey, thanks for volunteering at the Museum of Pinball. I appreciate it. I said, hey, man, we help each other out, right? So... Kudos to Jim, really cool guy. Um, also, I don't know, I think it's IE Pinball. So IE Pinball League, Inter Inland Empire Pinball League, runs that location as their league night. So you can catch all those cool guys out there on Tuesday nights at six o'clock, Lake Alice Saloon, downtown Riverside. Really interesting, really cool bunch of guys. I got a chance to meet a bunch of them. One of our closer buddies, Ryan, is a member of their league. He competes with them and plays with them and everything. So. Um, it's a small circle out here in the Inland Empire, but it seems like we have quite a presence. So it's pretty neat. I, I feel privileged to be out in this area in Southern California where there is such a prominence of pinball and the in Inland Empire Pinball does their own Twitch stream run by Carl D'Angelo, who's a top ranked player as well. If you haven't seen his streams, go to twitch.com slash iepinball. He runs an excellent stream all the time. He does his own private um, pinball room streams as well as on location at IE Pinball League um, events and reveals. Check him out. He's really neat. Um, what else do we have? What cool stuff are we talking about tonight or today? Um, I had the funny topic that I thought of. I thought, well, shoot, why don't we talk about auto repair? Have you guys ever done any work on your own vehicles? I have. I've learned over my life how to do simple repairs. I can do oil changes, brake pads, stuff like that. Really easy stuff, but 
it's such a neat hobby. If you haven't done it, grab a wrench set, get to work, YouTube some stuff. Check out how to do an oil change on your own vehicle and do it next time. It's really gratifying because you kind of know what's going into your car. You save some money, you gain experience. I think it's useful. Every one of us should know how to do simple repairs on our cars and oil changes, air filters, tire rotations, brake pad jobs. I think it's important. Um, and again, you save a ton of money. For example, if you're doing a brake job on your car at home, buying your own parts, buying your own pads and rotors, you're gonna spend about $225. If you're doing the same job at a shop, it's gonna cost you like 600 or 700. I'm just gonna tell you, I've seen the estimates, I've seen quotes, that's just the way it is. So, learn something new, save a bunch of money, start a cool, cool tool collection. I mean, there's three benefits right there. Go get it, go learn, go learn how to work on cars. Auto mechanic work, it's really, I just find it gratifying, you know. I think you guys will too. Once you get into it, it's it's just nice to know that you can do stuff, you know. The more the more skills you have, the better. It's like pinball teching. If you can learn something, you've already won. Learn something new every day, right? So take a look at it. I think um, every one of us could benefit from learning about it. Um, let's see. I'm not going to do a review today. Um, I think I've been. I was watching a stream yesterday. Dead Flip was streaming. I think he's opening up a location. Um, it's at least a, it's like a stream studio that he's doing he's bringing a bunch of pinballs in to a location that he leased in Chicago and he's gonna run his streams out of that venue so it's kind of cool he's giving everybody the inside as you guys may know he's also building his own pinball machine called dead dead flip and he's showing everybody how it's actually possible to do your own and make your own pinball homebrew that's really cool I love that he's sharing it go to his stream and check his stuff out he's got so many streams so many videos of course he reveals the uh, stern game so Interesting guy, interesting stream, worth checking out. Um, what's good today? We got the Head to Head Pinball Podcast, which I was listening to today. They were reviewing Wonka. They came out on Monday, of course, and they were talking about the ins and outs. They were talking to um, Loser Kid Podcast hosts, so there's two of them. So three of them were doing their podcast. Really, really cool podcast. Uh, go check that out if you can. Really informative. They're being very um, neutral about the review. Didn't seem like they were terribly impressed with the game, but maybe they're just not buyers. I don't know. But it was fun to listen to. Listening to Kaneda, too, today. He was talking about Wonka. He had some criticism, and you know how I feel. I'm like, hey, man, it's always something to love. I don't really have much criticism about any game. That's just the way I am. Um, I think if I owned any game that's came out in the last 20 years, I would enjoy it, and I would love having it. So I, I just, I'm not that guy, I guess. I'm not, it's not in my fiber. Um, I would just love any game, so... Um, but yeah, Kaneda had a really neat review on what he would change, if anything. Go check that out. He's talking about some art package changes he might he might do. Um, speaking of art, I actually emailed John Yowsey, the artist for Wonka and Dialed In, yesterday, asking him if he has any cool swag I might be able to buy off him for when, once I get my game. I told him I ordered the uh, Wonka. I said I was super excited, and thank you for another great game. And I asked him just a question. Hopefully he'll get back to me. Maybe he will. Uh, maybe he won't. Um, but in the meantime, listen, when you walk around today and this week, think about this. Think about how nice it feels to go out of a cold room. Have you ever walked out outside from the office or whatever into the warm weather? Remember how that sun feels on your skin. I don't know why. I came out of my office today coming home, right? And I'm like, okay, what's my plan? I'm going to go to the gym. I got to go, go get my hair cut. I got this whole thing circling in my mind. And I'm like, whoa, that feels good. The sun was hitting me. I was kind of cold from the office. Think about that next time you walk outside. Think about how good that feels. And uh, it'll improve your day. It's good for you. Remember what feels good. Remember how grateful you are for those types of feelings and those sensations. 
Uh, in the meantime, guys, stay true, keep playing pinball, be grateful. Have a great day.